guys, you're back. You came back. Yay, we're back. Um, there's three of us tonight. It's like we're dropping like flies. Um, Lauren couldn't be here tonight. She went on a cruise to the Bahamas, and <laughs> that's in bad taste. No, she didn't do that. She's not feeling great. And so we're trying to be hypervigilant. And so um, whether she's faking it or not, we're not sure, but she's home resting, we hope. And um, we're going to try to- How about us for 100%? Attendance. Yes, I feel like we should yeah. get some. Yes, some yeah. stars or I something. So. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think stars in our crown for sure. Um, so we miss you, Lauren. Wherever you are, we hope you're resting and not watching this. But um, yeah, we miss her. We're glad you guys are here. Um, for week four, is that what we're doing? This is week four. We've done this for something. It's a lot of weeks and we're so glad you're back. But um, tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to share a new um, idea toward the end. And so we want to make sure and we'll leave a little time. We are going to soap James a little bit. So if you got those, um, those like soap starter kits that we sent out, I hope you did. We went and looked at James, James chapter four. If you have a Bible, you can open it. James chapter four, what did we decide? 13 through 17. Um, so that's where we're going to be tonight. But before we start, Instead of asking an icebreaker about whether you like pizza or cheeseburgers, we decided that um, we get a lot of questions about tips or tools or resources about how we spend our time with the Lord, whether it's um, you know ideas about how to carve out that time or it's resources of what you use or books or devotionals or whatever. And so we thought what we would do is go around and each share maybe a couple of things that are meaningful to us in our quiet time um, or our time with the Lord. So... Why don't we all go around our semicircle? I feel like you're looking at me. And start with Randy. <laughs> start with me. And my bag of goodies. Introduce here. yourself. <laughs> no, I think I called her Randy. My name's Randy. For everyone, it's been a that while. Doesn't know. I've had a lot of caffeine. <laughs> no, okay. tell us some things. Tell us. Okay, tell us how you spend your time with the Lord. Why you spend your time? With no, I, love I mean, Jesus. can you first tell us what your shirt says? Yeah. Just as a person watching, if if like if I couldn't read the words, that would distract me the entire time. <laughs> it says, "My Stop. husband is a superhero." Okay, thank you. Today is National Superhero Day. If everyone didn't know that, and so I had to wear this. Thank you. Wow, yeah. he wins. He wins. He does win. He wins. Yeah. So tell us I about um, Jesus. Yeah, how you spend time with the Lord, what that looks like, <clears throat> and and and. Share that with us. Okay. Um, so I have a couple resources, and my, I'm I'm probably a little bit more on the loose and creative end of um, my quiet time. So a couple of years ago, I kind of had this like self. Um, I, I don't know. I gave myself just permission to to do things that worked for me, um, and so I really thought about my Bible study and my quiet time. How both of those were so different, and so. Um, when I do Bible study, I'm very tasky. And so I see a question and I want to answer it and I just want to get through it and answer all the questions and learn all the things. I mean, I do enjoy it. I like history. I like learning things. Obviously I, I like Bible study, but it's just different than my quiet time. Um, and my quiet time is never quiet. And, um, who actually has a quiet time that's quiet? Raise your hand if you have a quiet time that's quiet. No, you really? God. It is quiet. She does it at 3 o'clock in the morning. I can't be. I can't be quiet. If I'm quiet, I'm distracted. And then I, I think about a million other things. So I, I don't know. I have to. There's probably a medical diagnosis that goes along with all of this. But I, um, I have to have some noise. So 
the noise that I provide, I make sure that it's uplifting. So I do have a couple different playlists and everything that I would play. But I also do um, Bible journaling. So I have an ESV journaling Bible. And um, I'm not super creative on my own, but I'm really good at copying. So I, whenever I hear a verse that I want to dig deeper in or pray over, um, I'll just jot it down, but then I'll save it to do my quiet time. And I'll do um, a Bible journaling in my Bible and listen to music and be creative with my pencils and my music and uh, and I love it. And so then I can pray over it while it's noisy because if I'm praying and it's quiet, then I'm like, oh, I need to get milk today. And then, or, oh, I need Dear to Dear Lord, help me remember to get milk. Yes. Amen. Help me remember things. So I get very distracted. So anyway, so I do Bible, journey, Bible journaling and I look things up on Pinterest and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But um, I love to be creative that way. Um, I also have a devotional that Katie Bird told me about, and I think you and Katie are big fans of this. It's called Jesus Every Day. Um, It's prayers to awaken your soul. So every day has a verse, um, and then it has just a prayer that goes along with the verse, and there are, you know, 365 um, prayers. Um, You can give yourself the freedom to not, it doesn't say April well, I don't even know what today is. That's what we were Does talking about. Know what today is? No, I have no idea what today is. But that's what Randy and I were talking about. That is like we both use it, and and I do it. Like I'll pick it up randomly, and then I maybe don't pick it up again for a few days or weeks or whatever, and then pick it up again, and I just start. I start with where I left off. So instead of that being like a date, and I get all you know weird about the rules of like, oh my gosh, I have to do the entire month I'm of so April. Behind, yeah. So I love that it's numbered because you can just kind of pick it up. Never. My bag fell over. Um, so those are those are a couple of my favorite things. Do you? I I had a couple of things that I probably thought Lauren would love while um, she's on the cruise. While she's on her cruise, she probably took them with her. Um, she uses. I know she uses Paper Sunday Journal, um, and we talked about that last week. But it has a on the bottom of the journal page. It has a verse, and it has it's personalized to have your name on it. So it's just a really sweet way to pray and just to have those verses apply to you. Um, and then, um, I know Lauren has one and I do too. It's called a life application Bible. Um, it's just a really cool study tool. Um, but it has, see, now I got all the, got all the things up here. Um, each, each, uh, book, each passage, uh, will have a principle that it it's called a principle to live by. So it has a something that you can take from that passage and 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 learn about a principle to live by. So there's also a QR, QR code that goes to a video that is kind of like just a little mini teaching on that specific thing. So it's just a really it's really neat. It's um it's just got a lot of good information in it too. Help you break it down a little bit more. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and if those of you who saw when the very first week when we did soap, I posted all of our soap pages on there. And Liz knows what I'm about to say. And um, I said, guess who did which ones? And Liz is like, hey, Lauren's name is on the bottom of every one of her pages. And it's because she used that paper Sunday journal. It's really neat because it does. It has the personalized scripture at the bottom. So go back and find that. You'll see Lauren's name in a sample. Um, what about you, Don? What are some things and ways um, and 
I have, I've, I've got several different devotional books that I like. Um, I, I usually, I mean, my day-to-day quiet time, I really do prefer to soap. If, you know, if I'm not doing a study with our women's Bible study, that's kind of my consistent that I just always pick up where I left off, whether it's a book of the Bible or I'm doing one of those um, Bible reading plans that we we had shared a couple of weeks ago. Um, that those are usually the things I like to do. I I have some devotionals that I that I do like, but that's not usually my first go to. Chris brought one that she's going to talk about that I do like. Um, but something for me that has gotten just it it just became the way that it started is I had um, a young mom that reached out to me several years ago, and my daughter was little. She was probably about two or three, and this lady reached out to me and asked if I would teach her how to pray and I it really convicted me she said I just I figured that you know you probably had some really good techniques and things about prayer and I thought do I and so it really was kind of this accountability thing and it made me get real disciplined about I I did have an active prayer life but it wasn't necessarily organized in a way that 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 I wanted it to be it was a little more haphazard and so just I, I wanted to bring a little more structure to it and so I um I got the book the power of a praying wife and I bought The Power of Praying Parent, both by Stormy O'Martian. And they're 30-day plans, and it's every day is a different um, focus that you are praying about for your spouse or for your child. And there are several. You can get them for adult children. You can get them for prodigals. She's, she's got several different titles um, that you can use. And so um, what I did, I'm very calendar-driven. And so in my calendar, I have a digital calendar um, on my phone. Um, on the first uh, is a calendar entry at seven o'clock every morning. It says pray. And so like May 1st, I will click on that. And on the first of the month, it'll actually have my prayer for Blake, my husband, my prayer for myself and my prayer for Lauren. And it's the same prayer that I do every first of every month. And so I can do it anywhere. If I am running late in the morning, you know, some, some days I, I don't get up in time to sit down and really have a dedicated time. Um, some days I'm, it's just a little bit busier, but I can always, I mean, it, it, it takes five minutes just to, you know, kind of pull up on my phone and look at the notes in that particular calendar entry to see what those were. And I've been doing it for so long that usually now, I mean, I just have to glance at it and it's like, okay, the first is duh, duh, and duh, you know, cause I, it's a prayer for him, for me and my daughter. So I figure my daughter's about to graduate. She's almost 18. So I've been praying the same thing for her. I've, of course I've missed days, but I just kind of like the, the, the repetitiveness and I've, I've seen fruit of that. Um, now that she's, almost 18, there are things that I pray that I think I see that in her, like she has that quality. And I just, I have to attribute it to the Lord, you know, that he has just taken that and, and grown that in her. So, um, that's probably the, the one thing that I would say I'm the most consistent about. Um, I think Jessica just re- she just commented on here that she likes, and we'd love to hear your ideas and the things that you guys love, your tools and the and your your um, recommendations. But Jessica mentioned that she loves that you um, version, that app. And on our um, website, excuse me, on our Facebook page, our Women's Ministry Facebook page, we did a little profile of that. So if you have a second, go check it out. There's tons of like I think we were talking, Randy, how we both use that as well, like use the different plans and stuff on you version, and so. Yeah, yeah, so you guys check it out. I know they have like all kinds of like you had mentioned something about like there's things for parenting, there's things for when you have teenagers, just all kinds of different um plans. And so that's one and then let's see what else did. Becky's been having fun um soaping. I'm so happy and writing the verses out. That's been so helpful to her. 
Yay. Um, for me, when we talked about this, I started thinking like if I were to describe how my time looks with the Lord, I would say um, flexible. I would say it's flexible and it's also there's freedom. And here's why. Because I think I'm such a rule follower. You you guys know that about me. Um, I have a problem. It's actually a problem. It's a little much. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, nice spin on being a rule freak. She said obedient. I'll take it. Um, but I get really rigid. I get really into rules. And like I said, like with devotionals and things like I get, oh my gosh, I missed three days. Okay, then I got to catch up on all three days. And so it becomes more of a task and less of a, a relationship, you know. And so a few years ago, I think it's God, it's been almost 10 now. Um, I had a really wise teacher say to me, you need to allow yourself the flexibility to have time with the Lord that doesn't look the same. And that I've repeated that to a lot of people. I know like Jessica is probably nodding because I say that to her all the time. It's like, especially in the throes of the busyness of being a mom um, and working and all the things that so many of us are dealing with, it's really hard to find that same time at the same place in the same chair every day and it's quiet or it's not. Or Well, it's, and we all have different seasons, right? So it's yeah. not going to always look the same Yeah, even if it looked that way yesterday. Yeah, you know? that is such a good point. Yeah, from one day to the next. And so whenever I hear the term quiet time, I always laugh because I'm like, same as Randy, mine is rarely quiet. It's usually, I usually have purposefully have music going or something or earphones or whatever, but often it's because my life is not quiet. You know, there's a lot going on. And so sometimes it's in my car praying, but a lot of times it's um, picking up a devotional, taking my, my journal out. I carry these all the time, these paper journals, and I just write stuff. I write my prayers, all kinds of things. But um, as Don mentioned, I have some go-tos. And y'all are going to laugh when you see them because they're falling apart. Randy literally goes, it's time to get a new one. But <laughs> no. Um, some of you know about this. I think Liz might have just said something about Someone just mentioned it. This also, you're welcome if everyone would like to have a cover like this. Her, her dogs are not <laughs> obedient. No. They we are have not problems. This was in the puppy stage. Um, but I cannot get rid of it because it has all my notes in it. But it's called The Blue Book. Um, and it's a devotional for every season. I love it because... It has, it's different topics. So it'll say moving through suffering. It'll say moving through prayer. And then it's like excerpts from all different authors um, and teachers. And, and then it has scripture for like day, like seven days. It's really cool. Um, I know a lot of people read that one too. The one Don and I were discussing, um, when people ask me, what, how do you, what, what is your most consistent time with the Lord? I would say it's these go-to devotionals that are just the classics, like that could make me weep, you know, because they've been through so many, look, it really happens, seasons of my life. Um, my utmost for us highest is my very favorite. And that's one I will tell anyone, if there's one devotional, if there's one book to get besides the Bible, this is the one I would get. Um, it, it's amazing. And it's amazing how applicable it is even now. And it's really cool because I can go back through this. I received this one back in the early 90s, um, back when I was a baby. I was an infant then in the early 90s. <laughs> It's not that funny, but you know what I do? I date it and I, and I write like a little passage, like I would say, um, right here, you know, I said this was Braden's graduation or this is, you know, and so that's kind of neat to go back and see the history. Um, I highly recommend that one. And then the other one we were talking about and wow, how cool would this be right now? Um, and pardon the 1970s cover that I have. This is like, I wonder how many times, how many, it's actually from the 1970s, right? 
It it's actually is. <laughs> I think it may be the 60s. This was an updated, edited version. I was going to say, you haven't had that one since this. I'm picking on you. Perhaps. On I could have. But anyway, they look fancier and cuter now. So, um, but even, like, I buy these as gifts all the time. But Streams in the Desert, that's by L.B. Cowan, Cowman. And this is... Um, 30, 366 devotional daily readings, and they're all about times of trial, times of suffering, um, but they're all applicable as well. Like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, man, I'm in a real bummer of a place. I'm going to read this one. These are are timeless, and um, I just think the ones that are timeless, they just have such power. There's a lot of great journals, a lot of great devotionals, but these, man, um, I love them. Anything, do you want to add anything on this? No, I just, I, um, I, my mom actually gave everyone in my family that book when my, my dad um, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. It's mm. been 15 or 16 years ago. And I really hadn't, I'd heard of it, but I'd never looked into it. And so that's probably my, my number one recommendation just because, it, you know, once you go through something like that with a, with a resource in that way, it just every day I would open it and read it. It just felt completely applicable for that day. And it's, it is the one I recommend the most when people ask, you know, if I have a devotional book that that I like. And it's, it's usually because when I'm, you know, working with people, they're in a, a, a tough season. So it's, it's a really great one to have on your shelf. And I, I want to say that there is a digital version of that. I think there is for my utmost also. And, and probably a lot of these there is, there's probably an app, you may have to purchase it, but I would imagine that there's something you could get on your phone. But you know, for me, and I'm sure you guys would agree too, like I, there's times where you can find a season of my life and I will have that my utmost crammed in the pocket of my door in my car and it's only because it's a it's a time when I'm in my car all the time and I'm like sometimes I just need sometimes I need paper right sometimes I need a book and I need to be able to write things down and, and I know the digital thing is really awesome but there's just something to have in that with me but it looks different all the time right like sometimes it's sitting in the living room because that's where I am and then sometimes it's it's just different and so I, I would encourage everyone to don't get yourself locked into um, things looking a certain way because my quiet time certainly doesn't look like Dawn's and Dawn's doesn't look like Randy's but the Lord is present in each of them in his own way right like he speaks to us so um, anything you want to add before we move There's on? There's a question for you. Uh-oh. Um, you- Jessica wants to know if you write in your journal any specific way or if you just write wherever, whenever, however, mm. or if there's an order to that journal. This, these, y'all, these are so, I, when I go to my reward, you may all go through my journals because they are chaotic, but also <laughs> in a sweet way. <laughs> I, um, they're, they're kind of haphazard, Jessica, but I will tell you this. I always, when I pray, it's just better for me to pray and write words. Because if not, it's kind of like Randy said, Mm -hmm. I start the grocery list thing, right? Like if I'm just praying out loud or, you know, it it never, never, it never fails. I will get distracted. So a lot of this is prayer. A lot of it is um, specific prayer requests. A lot of it is just journaling and just writing things. So it's different every single day. And it is chaos. Ask Shauna. She looks at my journals and she has like seizures. But... Um, but it's meaningful to me. I will say this. I do, um, 
use symbols and things. Like right now, I'm in the process of working through writing a Bible study right now. And so every time there's a there's something that I'm journaling or writing that has to do with that particular topic, I'll put, you know, at the top of my page, I have like this certain star. And so now I can flip back and look for it. Or like when we were discussing all the Psalms moments, like I would put a P in a circle. So I do that because I go back through. Do you guys go back through your journals all the time? I, I love, in fact, we were talking about that earlier. I love to go back through especially my soap journals. And it's one of the reasons I like to try to keep mine all on one page Mm -hmm. and I title them so that I can flip through and really quickly look and say, you know, if I just need, you know, I want to look up something specific, then I can look at the title and it's enough to kind of jog my memory on what it was. Um, I am not, we've, I mentioned this one of the first weeks. I am not a big journaler. Chris is way better with words and she loves to sit down and write. And to me, it's, 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 I don't like it. Um, it's like math is to me. <laughs> Ooh, and math. me. I don't also, like math either. Can we well, do math? In do math. math. No math. I, I like charts. Drop. I do like charts. I, charts I like to good. fill things in and yeah. I love bullet points. Mm-hmm. So, but what I, what I do when I journal, cause I do soap in a journal, I will start, you know, when I, when I fill up a journal, I'll, I will start on one side and doing my soap. And then like in that same journal, I turn it upside down and around. And so from that side backwards, so see this side is like my gratitude journal. Whoa, whoa, so whoa, 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 whoa. Does that like totally? I can't. I think I have to leave. <laughs> so I bet it's upside down. So it's on one side, <laughs> it's one it? way and the other side is upside uh-huh. down. It's like it's yes, written in code. And when they meet in the middle is when I get a new journal. So does that drive you crazy? That makes me so happy. No, it's really are upside down. <laughs> it's also strange, it's but it's upside cool. down. You it's have really, to buy a journal that is, doesn't have a clear upside down. You know what I mean? Like there's not, like my name in scripture isn't on this so journal. Reckless. Like Lauren, Lauren would never. <laughs> I'm so reckless. This is the most rebellious thing I do. You know, a y- years ago, um, I had learned this too, this method of, and I, and I go through stages. So Jessica, it's kind of back to your question. I go through stages where sometimes like I just flip through here and this, this particular page looks like a T chart. And so on that day, for some reason, I had just kind of bulleted lists of prayer to write. So it wasn't like I felt wordy and wrote a lot. But the thing um, that I learned was if you write a prayer request on the left side, go back and date and, and write the answer. And I thought, whoa, isn't that powerful to see how God honors those prayers, even sometimes when you don't know what you're, like you mentioned for your daughter, you pray a certain thing and you realize, I don't really even know what I'm praying for, Lord, but you do. And then to see it come to fruition. I had um, probably one of my favorite graduation gifts that I got, and it's I've actually carried on, I, I give for graduation gifts, is a, a journal with some kind of a devotional. And somebody gave me um, a, a little journal when I graduated and just said, you know, just write all your prayers down in here. Just, you know, same kind of thing. You know, put a date, just write the journal, and just leave it there. You know, imagine that is you when you pray and you write it down, that's you leaving it at the, at the feet of the cross, at the foot of the cross. And so I remember doing that. She said, and then what you need to do is when, the, when that prayer is answered, it doesn't mean that you got answered the way that you wanted, but when you feel like it has been answered, then you go back and highlight it. And whenever you're feeling down or if you just need to be encouraged, just flip through your journal and just look for yellow. And I just remember, like I, I found one recently, um, in fact, my daughter was putting books back up on my shelf, and I have one from college that literally, if you just fan through it, it's it's all these right, but it's mostly yellow because I'd go back and, like, it was kind of fun to highlight them, cross them off, and be like, oh, that one was answered, and oh, thank you, Lord, that I didn't marry that person. And <laughs> Wait, you know, God, you didn't it answer is, that prayer the way I thought you would. It's just an encouragement just to see all the yellow, like, 
that is just God's fingerprint. Raise your hand if you're stealing this idea for the grads. 2020 grads, (laughs) you're getting journal for me. I do give my utmost for for graduates a lot. And I know, because I know I was a graduate, I know they open it and they're probably like, what in the world? With the 70s cover? Yeah, with the 1970s cover. But later on, you will appreciate it. So if you're a grad, just be ready. That's what you're getting. Um, Well, I appreciate it. Anybody else? Do we have anything else that you guys have that you want to share before we move on to soap? Um, you guys watch our social media. We're trying to post all the ideas that you have and feel free as you're thinking and listening, comment more about other resources or books that you like or tools or just kind of techniques or whatever. Cause we would love to gather those from y'all, um, and share them. So, um, please do anything else you guys have before we move into James. Nope. Our wisdom, our New Testament wisdom. That's all I got. That was it? That was all you got? That's it. Um, Yeah, so this week we um, decided to go ahead and soap again, and we sent you guys out um, just an idea of a starter, like a soap starter kit to go through James, and then we just decided to just just break all the rules, and that was really hard for me, wasn't it, guys? I wanted to soap the first chapter of James, and they made me not, so... We and and now we it. wish we would have done it. <laughs> yeah. And now everybody's mad. We were, They're we like, we were talking before we started. We we're like, I didn't really like this yeah. passage very You're much. You're welcome, everyone. It was, hard. It was yeah. very hard. Can we just pull this Can one out of the Bible? One? We want to do joy. <laughs> Philippians, next time. Um, yeah, that's what, what was funny. We were talking about that too. Isn't it funny how when you study God's word, there's oftentimes you get to these parts and you're like, hey, whoa, time out. I didn't really want to hear that, nor study it, nor soap it. But here we are. We're going to do it. Um, so who said they were going to read it? Me. Oh, wait. Okay. You Me. are going to read it in case you have not been with us before. We're just going through a passage of scripture with the SOAP method. And the way that works is we're going to um, read the scripture. We're going to talk about the things we observe, which is just basically like, what do you see? And then we're going to talk about how do we feel like um, that God is asking us to apply this to our lives personally. And then lastly, we'll end with a prayer. Um, so if you have any other questions about that, go to our um, YouTube channel. We have a video that kind of talks about soap. We've got other videos that could tell you more. So with that, lovely, lovely dandy. Okay, that was my drum roll. That was terrible. Here she goes. James. James 4, 13 through 17. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. You don't even know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will even be. For you are like smoke that appears for a little while, then vanishes. Instead, you should say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So it is a sin for the person who knows to do what is good and doesn't do it. What translation were you reading from? Oh, that was Holman. Holman. Okay. Yes. All right. Mine's a little bit different. It's ESV. Which, what I do did, you read I from? Wrote, I, I have wrote NIV. ESV NIV. Too. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're all real similar, those three translations usually. Um, was there any particular scripture that in the course of that passage that stood out to you guys that you underlined or um, rewrote or Are looked up in a different verse? Are we moving on to the O part? Well, I guess. Or you, I mean, I'm just, I just wouldn't, I don't want to get ahead or behind. Um, I was <laughs> still in the S. The rule. I was, shit. Okay. Rule follower. <laughs> oh, you want to know what we had for our S? Well, I was just saying, was there other versions that you wrote? Was there a particular scripture that you happened to write? Or did y'all just write the whole passage? I didn't. Okay. What about you? No? I wrote both. I wrote ESV and then I wrote Holman. I don't know. I, I just liked seeing the differences, but also the it was very similar. It was. Did you was write the whole di- thing? I did. 
Twice. I know. I write the whole thing twice. Wow. Do you guys write the whole thing? I'm curious. Or do you just? Oh wait. Do you just? I write the parts I like. Oh well. Then you wrote a lot. Then you wrote a lot this week. I did choose. There were two verses that I really looked at in in a couple of different translations. I looked at. I was looking at different wording, and it really could kind of. This kind of moves us into observation, I suppose. But verse thirteen. Um, I was looking at it and I, in the, in the message, it says you who brashly announced, cause I was kind of like that first part come now you who say, I'm like, well, that's weird. That's weird wording. Um, but I found it interesting that the message kind of made it look like that, that it's negative, right? Mm-hmm. Like these people are, I mean, we get down later, we see the word boastful, but I found that interesting. NIRV says, now listen, NLT says, look here. I'm like, look here. I like that. That was good. And then um, verse 14, I, I was looking at the, um, the idea of, what does he say, mist in the, in the ESV. And it was referred to as morning fog or a wisp of fog in the NLT in the message. And so that's what I did. I just kind of was like the particular verses that stood out to me, I pulled them off to the side and rewrote them. And then I looked them up in different versions. So what about observation in addition? Did you see some observation, things that just kind of showed up that you saw? Well, I did the verses I wrote down. I did 13 and 15 um, just because I saw similarities between the two of those. So those are actually the only two I wrote down. But one of the things I noticed um, was similar was the word say. Mm. And so I think you, you, your message, message translation said brashly announce. Mm-hmm. Did it say that again, like in 15? I don't know. Do you know? Where's Rebecca? Rebecca, look it up. <laughs> Rebecca, <laughs> anyone just check, curious? Check. Are you here? So you know we've we've mentioned the up. blue light, blue letter Bible. So one of the things that that I really like to do, and because I I get interested in the words, is um, in my translation said, "Now listen, you who say so on," and then um, going to verse fifteen, it said, "Instead, you ought to say," and so. That word, I'm always curious when I read it, is it actually the same word? Mm. Because it may be the same word in our scripture today, but if you go back and look in the Blue Letter Bible, it'll give you, depending if you're in the Old or the New Testament, it might be Greek or Hebrew, it'll tell you if it is the same word in our modern day language. So when I looked up the word say, it is the same word. So it originated from the same word. So to me, that that then that really is a redundancy. And so I kind of camped out on that for a little bit. Um, it, my observation just kind of led to, it, it, it didn't, it, it wasn't necessarily saying that the usage of say, it, it wasn't that they were speaking. That's not why they were getting corrected. It was the words that they were speaking. Mm. And so to me, that was just a really kind of an aha. It wasn't, you're, don't, it's not saying don't speak. It's saying, watch the words that you use. And so what that kind of led me down, um, I went back a little bit and looked in chapter 13, I mean, chapter three, um, and, you know, chapter three is actually titled in my my Bible of Taming the Tongue. And so from that, um, verse five in chapter three said, um, the tongue is the small part of the, a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. And so, you know, that just connected down with verse 16. So just this whole kind of thing of, to me, it, became about the heart of, mm. you know, it wasn't so much um, necessarily the fact that we're speaking. It's, it's what is the overflow of my heart. That's the word. Those are the words that are getting out. That was the correction that was being made. Hmm. Observation. Other observations? I looked at it um, 
I think it was Wanda that had always, or no, was it Kay that always wanted to do a title? That always did a title. Um, so I did look at the title of what is in my Bible, and it's Our Will and His Will. Um, so I looked at all the things that were kind of our will that kind of paralleled that, and it was um, boast and arrogance. Boasting is evil and it's sinful. And then the Lord's will, like how they are completely different. Um, so that was my observation for, um, for I guess it was probably for the end um, more. You know, what, what, were, what were we really, or what were they focused on? We need to focus on his will instead of our will. I got very um, hung up on a couple of words. I started, and I mentioned this a little bit in the first part, in the scripture part, but um, the idea of the mist, um, that that drew me in. That was in verse 14 where he says um, that you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. And I found it interesting that a lot of the translations use different words, fog, mist, um, and then I kind of went down this rabbit hole, which this got me all excited. I went and um, looked up with the dictionary. I looked up um, the word fog because I thought, you know, that's when I find, I don't know about y'all, if y'all feel this way, but this is when I find the most interesting things. When I actually define the words that I think I know what they mean, you know, because I've already always make assumptions. And so I looked up the word fog and I found reduces visibility, mental confusion or unawareness. And then I looked at the word mist, and that word was defined as um, minute globules. Let's talk about the word globules, shall we? <laughs> I enjoyed that. I love that that was an official word. I'm like, thought that was just a fake word. <laughs> That's why Lauren is also on her cruise. Okay. Minute globules, forget that part, of water that reduces visibility. That was the part that was interesting to me, that the mist is... is is identified as something that reduces visibility. It dims, obscures, or blurs. And so I thought, again, back to your pink eye, also gross. Um, (laughs) Then I thought, okay, so when we see James referring here to life, it's really easy for me to make the first assumption, right, that fog or mist is referring to to, um, how quick and how life is just 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 a just like smoke that disappears, but rather it's not just that it's temporary. It's also that um, it, our lives can confuse and can make us unaware and can obscure or can blur the, the truth, right? So that was cool. And then, and then I got super nerdy. And then I started no. thinking, I know it's, I know, <laughs> right? So it's really hard to imagine. And then I went and um, looked up all the different places where that word, where mist or is used. And it's a ton in the Psalms. Um, and then I saw um, in Ecclesiastes, took me back to Ecclesiastes, vanity of vanities, which is life is fleeting like a mist. Um, Psalm 144.4, life is like a breath. Psalm 102.3, days pass away like smoke. Um, it just reminded me that this is a constant theme. And instead of it being seen as a negative, but rather to see it as truth, this is what it really is. Um, it's quick and it can sometimes obscure truth, right? So that was um, the big part awesome. for me is that, that word. Yeah. Any other observations that you found that... I had... Um, Again, I, I like to go backward when I'm doing this just to kind of see what, you know, where am I coming from? It just helps me with context. But I went back to the beginning, um, verse 1 in chapter 4, because my mine was titled Submit Yourselves to God, this section. 
And I looked it up in the Passion Translation, and to me, it just really kind of set the stage for this whole section of Scripture. But it says, the battle begins within you as you fight to have your own way and fulfill your own desires. Mm. And so I just thought that, I mean, that's, I think, what kind of made me focus in on the words because it really does. It, it is my, my title was the battle of the wills. You know, mm-hmm. it's my will versus God's will. And it's, it, it is kind of this constant and it is a battle. I mean, it's a spiritual battle. I went down the will thing, and I'll, I'll cover that more, I guess, in application. Well, I guess we can kind of transition to application now, huh? Um, I looked at that word will also as the Lord wills, and then I, I compared it to the, the idea of the boastful arrogance, that those are actually, like you said, they're at war with one another, right? That God's will, um, as he wills things, and our boastful arrogance. Well, then I went down this other crazy place because I immediately started thinking of Jesus, And I immediately thought about like two instances where he specifically um, calls upon God in a way that he's saying, I I want your will, not mine. And he's Jesus, you know, which like, what the heck? But um, Luke 22, 42, when he's talking about dying on the cross and he's talking about um, the torture and the pain and the struggle that's coming, he says, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. That is so heavy and huge to me that the idea that we have the Savior that was facing this, but yet he was still in the midst of it, still saying, this is what I want, this is what I hope, but Lord, at the end of it, let it be your will. And then, of course, we think about... um, the Lord's Prayer, right, which is in every one of the Gospels at the beginning of the New Testament. But the one I quoted was Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13. Um, And he, you know, where he's in the midst of telling us how to pray because he actually uses the words, when you pray, pray like this. And he says, your will be done or as earth as it is in heaven. And I think, wow, if Jesus himself in the midst of, of battling that, he didn't have boastful arrogance, of course, but he was still battling the desire for something to be different, but yet understood that ultimately the sovereignty of God, his will matters more. And that was what he asked for. And so that's where I went down that road with will. I thought I can get on board with his will. I can pray that. Even when I have the journal of all these things that I prayed in college that, that ultimately at the end of every prayer, if I write, but your will be done. That just kind of covers it, you know? And so that was huge for me to see that. So what about you, Randy? Yeah, I kind of went with that. Well, I kind of focused in on verse 14, even though I really didn't want to. (laughs) She didn't. Um, She texted us multiple times and said, I don't don't like this. I don't like this. Uh, Well, because when you were talking about the mist or whatever, I I felt like it was when when we compare ourselves to smoke or mist, um, it kind of, makes you feel like it's not um, important. But I also, um, when I looked up the word smoke, it said something, it was visible. It was a visible vapor or gas. Um, but it it's visible, right? So it's not, a, it still exists. There is something there. So we are visible and we have, an, we have a time that we are visible and, and it, it does fade quickly, but, um, we do have a time that we are existing. Um, but another thing that I, I thought about is, um, it says in there, what you don't even know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be. Um, and God was wise to leave us kind of unknowing to what was 
what was going to happen in the future. Like I, I am thankful for that. Um, but do I always trust that? You know, sometimes I want to control everything. Sometimes. I mean, always. I mean, I'm no offense. I know. just say. I mean, it is it's for a me. Thing. It's like 100 it's a million thing. percent of the time. I want to control. I mean, even look at our situation that we're in right now. We did not. This was not on anybody's radar that we would we would plan to be sitting here just the three of us talking to paper faces and and um, you know talking on Facebook. This was not the plan, but God knew. God knew exactly what was going to happen, and. Um, you know, just talking about God's sovereignty and how, and we talked about it this morning, even in our staff meeting that, you know, God is sovereign. And even though, you know, we didn't know this was going to happen, God did. And he is going to do, his will will be done. I love that, Randy. That's really, I like your, just your approach toward that, that whole section of the, the vapor. 14, and I was like, right, right, right. No, the, the I vapor. Know, God was I like, hadn't really thought of it. Well, even because, Chris, you, you said it too, but the, the vapor is seen. It obstructs. It's not, it's not invisible, yeah. you know, so I think that's an important distinction. Like he could have chosen any word to describe that, but it is visible. It's just fleeting, I guess. Did you have any other um, application that you wanted to share before we move on? I had, I had some, but I'm also kind of, Pulling them back is when we talk about our next section. I'm gonna I'm gonna address those there. Um, the only other one I, I had a scripture that kind of came out of this, and one thing I just I do want to mention, um, you know, because I think you know as we're talking, we have all of our notes and everything, um, but something I do want to say I, I think it's important. We don't know everything by a long shot. I mean, I, I don't think any of any one of us would claim that we know any more than anyone of you that, that is watching and participating. In fact, there are a lot of people that know a lot more than we do. But I, I will say that I think what, what drives this for me is curiosity. And so I think going into it and just even praying for that, you know, God, pique my curiosity in this area. Um, you know, help me see what you see and help me, you know, appreciate even the, the little nuances of words or whatever that is. But as I was reading this, and I, I started, you know, I really was kind of getting focused on the word say, um, you know, and you know, why is it there twice and, you know, what difference does it make? But it made me start to think about, okay, well, if I, in order for me to say something, it had to start somewhere. So where do my words come from? So then I was thinking, okay, well, my words come from my heart. And then it reminded me, oh, there's that verse about the overflow of my heart. What is that verse? I can't remember. Where is it? So it's not like I go, oh, it was Luke 645. <laughs> I literally Googled it. I literally Googled. I did that all the time. Like I, I, too. I, I could I don't hear it, it kind of ringing. It wasn't even in a Bible app. Yeah, was, you hear it kind of going in the back of your head. You're like, not my will, your will, not my will. And then you're like, yes, oh, Because I, I have found that if I try to look at it in version or Bible Gateway, it says book not found or scripture not found. I'm like, because I don't even know it well enough to ask To correctly. have the words right. <laughs> So if I Google, you know, overflow of my heart Bible, you know, it's like, oh, here's four choices. I'm like, that's the one. So I love to me, that that's idea. just a really helpful way to find a scripture. And so I found Luke 645 by doing it that way. And it says a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So this kind of tied into my application and, it, you know, if, if you know me, you know, I love models and I love diagrams and I love to make a picture of something. Um, and so my brain immediately started going to how do I articulate this in some kind of a model, you know, or some connection point. But the question was, what is the connection between my heart and my will and my words? 
and how does that fit in with God's will? And so I'll, sh- I'll show you in a little bit when we do the scripture mapping, but I, I was able to kind of visually tie those together. And so that, that was a good reference verse for me, um, was going over to the Luke 6. I want to say before we move into the prayer part, um, again, for those of you that haven't joined us before, the thing that's so interesting about using this model when you break down scripture is that we all see things that are different. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, one person is right and one person is wrong. It's that oftentimes the Lord brings to the surface what we need at that particular moment. And I find if I pray before we start, right, we talked about this, like if you pray, he really does. Like I've never... I've read James several times, and um, we studied it. We did a whole study on it. I don't ever remember thinking of this particular passage of Scripture talking about the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. It never, and but, but for me, that's what it was. The whole thing was all about the choices that we have to get on board mm-hmm. um, with believing in a sovereign God, no matter what. And instead, it, it was just interesting that I, th- I thought, wow, like he just wants me to see something completely different. So I want to encourage you, like if you're listening going, I don't know what y'all are reading because I didn't see any of that. I saw this whole thing about such and such and though and though. And wasn't that funny? I was like, what the heck? Um, But just know that, like, that's the beautiful way that that opening up his scripture and having conversation about is pretty neat that way. Um, So to wrap up the soap thing, we finish with a prayer. And it usually is something that kind of is redirecting the way um, that you feel like the Lord has led you to maybe apply that scripture to your life. Sometimes my prayer is, I don't get it. Amen. Right. Um, so, so Randy's is quite eloquent tonight. It's poetic, actually. No, it's Spoken not. word, if you will. So she's going to share she's her gonna prayer. She's going to stand. Gonna stand yeah. She's going to do interpretive dance. No. Yes, we're going to give her some snaps. So, no. all right, no. kick us off with this. I'll give you five dollars if you do. <laughs> Wagering in church feels good. All right, go ahead and pray, would you? Let me let me pray. Would you? Hold on. Um, I said, Lord, uh, let your will be my heart's desire. May I seek your guidance and blessings. Help me to dwell in what you have for me because I know your plan is perfect. Amen, sister. Amen. Yeah, that was good. You don't have to amen. I'm not an amener. Have we had this conversation before? <laughs> I'll amen. I'll, oftentimes I just kind of let it keep going because it usually does. Um, well, speaking of let it keep going. Dawn, uh, one of the things we were talking about is we wanted to give additional tools and additional like methods, if you will, for how to examine scripture. And so um, you, I'm just going to let you talk about it. Okay. Ready, set, go. Okay. So we have, we, we all love soap. I, I think hopefully you've, you've caught that by now and hopefully you all do too and that you've learned some, if you weren't doing it already, maybe it, it has inspired you, encouraged you to try to do it. And it, like we've said from day one, you, you can't do it wrong. I mean, this really is between you and the Lord and just kind of the way that he guides you through. So um, there's another method and it's not, it is not a, a competitor of soap. Um, I, I really think of it as kind of a, maybe a 2.0 way to study and do research, um, but it's scripture mapping, or you can call it verse mapping. And I got exposed to it through a friend of mine. Um, her name is Shannon Long. Many of you know her. She has, She's watching. Is she watching? Yeah, Shannon, say hi. Shout out. She's being quiet. She spoke at a retreat a few years ago. Shannon, ask a deep theological for a question very, very for long time. She would not do that to me. Please, please. <laughs> existentialism what is it <laughs> yeah any anything with an ism I, I'm gonna say I don't know I'm gonna ask Rebecca to google it um anyway I just I like it again because it's it's visual and for me because I try to do my soap on one page there are times that I will be 
working on it and I think, gosh, I really want to go deeper on this, but but maybe maybe I don't have time that morning or maybe it's something I want to come back to after I think about it a little bit more. Um, and so scripture mapping is kind of an alternative. And, and I really would look at it as supplemental, maybe not necessarily always in place of, because I, I think we could pick just about any passage to soap. Um, some are going to be maybe more challenging than others. Some might be you know, simple, some might be really motivating, some encouraging, some might, you might be done going, okay, I'm never soaping that again. Um, Randy, how do you feel about the passage we had this week? (laughs) Does it fit in that last category? Well, first of all, I'm pretty (laughs) sure I'm the only one that ended up scripture mapping this verse. (laughs) But I liked it after I did it. And after I was dragging my feet about it, I really liked it. Yeah, It 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 gives you different insight. I think that's the value because we know that every single word in the Bible is there for a reason. So it, it has to be, there, there is value, whether we see it or not. You know, God wanted it to be there. So um, the way that the scripture mapping works is it's, it's really just um, a different format and structure. And so it allows you to go deeper, you know, if you want to do word studies. Um, Cam, can you put that one of those up? Is Cam still in Shannon here? says, hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. I wish she was here. She could be our, she could be our fourth chair tonight. She didn't live so far away. Um, so we have, um, Shannon has shared, she shares her resources. I told her today she has, she is um, chronically generous. I think that's what I called her. Because <laughs> she's constantly like, like what else can I give you? What else can I give you? What else can I give you? She would give you anything. Um, but she has, you all can see it on your screen. Um, this is kind of just a, a, a little idea of what it looks like. And so for those of you that get super excited about markers and colored pencils and graph paper or dot paper or any of those kinds of things, me, this is me, a me, great me, alternate me, me, me. <laughs> um, for you to use. And so you start by writing the verse in the middle. And again, it's you can pick whatever verse you want. Um, Shannon, I, I, I was Marco Poloing with her earlier today, and she had great insight and advice. And, and I totally agree. Pick something that you love, like pick a verse that maybe you think, you know, really well, um, or one that maybe just means a lot to you. Maybe it's a verse that, that you, um, pray over your family, or it's something that you've claimed during a season in your life. Pick that and start with something that really interests you. Um, because I think it'll just, it'll, it'll be rewarding. You know, when you get to the, to the end of it, you can see, oh, wow, gosh, there was so much in that, that I didn't even know. And you can just kind of see from Shannon's notes, again, there's no right or wrong, but up in the top right corner, you can see where she's written some background. Um, and there's lots of places where you can get all this information. I have a study Bible. We've, we'll direct you to some resources on that. Um, she's got can the interrupt scripture really written. Of course. Um, you said, okay, when we look at the top right corner of the background, you can see that some of the moderators are going to be posting some um, of the links of places that Shannon recommended that we go, some places that we go. I think Study Light was one that Shannon comments about a lot when she's talking about scripture mapping. And it gives you just enough commentary, just enough background that you kind of understand who wrote it, why they wrote it, what was happening. It always helps you get your context. And so we also have, a, I think we have a link for Blue Letter Bible as well. And that's one we speak about often. So when you see those links come up, um, click on those, open that tab, jot it down, and you'll um, you'll get an idea of what we're talking about for background. Yeah. And th- this is, I would say, um, a time where a study Bible does come in handy because that's what I love about my study Bible is that the introduction of each chapter, it gives you the author or at least the the estimated authors, some of them are not 100% sure. Um, it'll tell you who the audience is, the time frame. It gives you some context. And so, you know, that can go into your background. 
But then you can see what she's done is just gone through. And if there's a word that stood out to her, you know, she highlighted it or circled it. I know sometimes she'll box around something, um, but then just draw arrows and that's where you can elaborate. So what I love about doing this is, um, and then Cam, can you put the one up of that I gave you? So this is the one that I went ahead and scripture mapped from our passage from today. And so I took the two verses that I soaped, which was verse 13 and 15, and I put those together. And this is kind of where this allowed me to go deeper in some of the areas that honestly, I just ran out of room um, in my soap section. And I wasn't quite finished looking and kind of developing some thoughts that I had. And so I just want to kind of, I'm not going to go through this in great detail with you, Oh, can you turn it? Is there no way? Oh, he <laughs> we is ask a professional. A lot of he's dealing with he's dealing with right. amateurs. Can you imagine being the only poor guy in the room with these three. Side girls? note: just a little backstage information. Right before we started, Don said, "You know, we're only going to show that one picture, Cam." And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> then she just said, "Hey, no. can you show the other one?" No, I did too. We did too. You weren't listening. We did too. Right. We're so professional. Okay, so if you turn your head to the side, everybody lay down for a minute. <laughs> Permission to lay down. Okay, well, you'll get the point. Mine's a mess. Mine's not cute, and I don't have good handwriting like Shannon, but you'll see the verses are in the middle, and then, you know, where you kind of have an opportunity to go deeper. For example, where the say, the word say, I circled both of those, and then in green is where I looked it up in Blue Letter Bible. So I don't know if you can tell, but the the word, um, the Greek word was, it's actually Lego. Isn't that funny? It's not like a real Lego, but that is the You the should Greek have word. drawn a Lego <laughs> on your page. I can't draw Lego. Um, but I just, I loved again that the word say itself was neutral, and that's kind of what I wrote. The usage of say is neutral. It's not the act of speaking that was being corrected, but He's the words that are spoken. Thank you, Cam. You're the best. Um, and so then you'll see um, kind of over, um, I, I noticed that will, at least in my translation, was written three times. And so up at the top in verse 13, um, it, it talks about will, but we will go. And then it talks about the Lord's will. And then it talks about will live. So there's three separate usages of that word. But this is where it's helpful to kind of go in and look at Blue Letter Bible because they are not the same word. And so just like in our language, we might have, um, you know, lead can also be led. Um, you know, there's just there's different versions of a word and they can be used differently. Sometimes it's important that you understand the correct what was the original intent of a word when it was first put into scripture because it's been translated to try to make sense in our modern day language. So when, when, when I kind of went back and looked at it that way, it really brought out the difference between God's will and these, these other forms of will. And so when I looked up the word will in, in association with God's will, you could substitute, um, it's in pink there, to desire, to wish, to love, to take delight in, and have pleasure. And so really when you think about it, you know, God's will, sometimes to me it sounds kind of abstract. But if you think of it instead of saying, you know, 
what is God's delight for me? You know, what, what would he take pleasure if I did for him or if I did in alignment with him? And so sometimes, like Chris said earlier, you know, defining fog, you know, and, and getting all these different, a word that you think you know what it means um, is just kind of cool to go back and, and look and see, you know, well, what, what is it really? So you can kind of see, you know, just how things kind of shook out for me. Um, probably two other things I'll point out, and then we'll, we'll move on to the next thing and take questions from you. But the application for me was kind of in that middle section um, in the purple, the connection between my heart and my will and my words. This is where I wanted to make some kind of a visual. And so, you know, I, I tried different things, but really for me it ended up coming down to like three columns um, just as a contrast of the first one being what is stored up in my heart, um, whose will will I let prevail, and then what is the result going to be? And so this was a way to let me kind of contrast what I felt all the things I learned in this passage. You know, really, it was opposites. Um, what happens if I follow God's will? What happens if I follow mine? Um, over on the left-hand side where it says additional scriptures, um, I do want to point out that, you know, we always caution our girls during Bible study not to read commentaries and not to rely on commentaries. Um, and really the reason is we want you to, you know, pray about, you know, what it is that God's teaching you before you read somebody else's opinion. And so the notes down in the study Bible, all of those things really are considered commentary. But the verses that might be in the middle margin of your Bible, or maybe they're down at the bottom, they're additional scripture references, those are not commentary. Those are other places in scripture that reference the, the, what, you're, what you're reading. And so you'll see there where it says additional scriptures. Those are some of the ones listed that I looked up. And if I'd kept going, I mean, I could have written notes about all three of those. But anyway, we just wanted to expose you to something even just a little bit different. Shannon has fantastic resources on all of that. I see that she's posting them over there in the notes. Um, and so I would just encourage you um, to try it, you know, just as something different and just kind of follow that prompting of the Holy Spirit of think, gosh, this really interests me. Then then follow that and do that. You know, I think the thing that's interesting about Thanks, scripture mapping, the thing I find interesting is it does feel like it's taking um, the, what the soap method and taking it a step further, right? Like it feels like, okay, I'm looking at all the scripture that I'm looking at through the soap method. And then all of a sudden I see one particular verse and I'm thinking, oh, I really want to go farther with that. That's one thing we talked about was the the words, you know, to pull out those words. And Shannon does a great job of kind of giving you some directives. If you go and look at her resources about how she suggests um, taking a word, highlighting it in a certain color, then taking the definition in the same color so you can quickly look at it. Or And Dawn did that with her colored pens. Or how she said if there was a particular phrase or a word, you know, put a square around it if it was meaningful. So it's kind of the the same idea as the um, what are the observations, same thing. And then um, her suggestion then is to then write application and prayer. So it really is just kind of a deeper um, supplement, if you will, to going a little farther on one particular verse. And a lot of the visual people are like cheering right now. And those of us that are less visual and more wordy are like, that's going to take up a lot of pages. <laughs> Um, but we wanted to give you that. And so, um, again, go look at what Shannon has. We'll send that out in email to make sure we send out her reference to her verse mapping and everything. Um, she did say that if, if, oh, she's putting some notes there. If you have questions, she can answer them. I mean, if we can't, she can um, because she's actually We put her to work. Her, so, we yeah. put her straight to we work do. right now. We'll, we'll give her a 10% raise. Yeah, for sure. A raise. My husband was going, 10% of nothing is nothing. <laughs> 
That's math. Hold on. Yeah, that is math. Thing. I was like, what? No, we're not doing math. We're in church. We don't do math here. Um, well, thank you for bringing that up. I love that we that we were able to look at those verses that way. And we'd like to know what you guys were thinking. How were you feeling this weekend when you were taking on James? Um, were there some things that came up that that brought question? Were there some things that brought that brought um, security or thoughts or, or confirmations or um, or how about how you feeling about soap? Do you like to do study that way? Um, yeah. So we have like literally a minute and a half. And so if you have any questions. In a minute and a half, we're happy to answer those, or Shannon can answer those. Um, and then we're going to close in prayer. We're going to be be done for tonight. Everybody left. Yeah, they did. That that sideways paper just shook everybody <laughs> up. Everybody fell asleep when they laid down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I do want to say... Um, I just, I hope, and, you know, our prayer has just been that, you know, we know this is a weird season and it's it's awkward and, you know, just everybody's in a different situation. Some people are, are loving just the slower pace and all that. And some people are, you know, it's miserable for them and they're isolated and it's, it's hard. And, you know, we, we totally understand that and we, we want to walk alongside, you know, we, we hope this is a time of encouragement for all of you. Um, we, you know, we, we are committed to keep going until we, are told otherwise, um, you know, from the Lord. And, and we've got such a fantastic staff here that has been willing to support and allow us to do this. Um, I do want to, to share, though, you know, we, we are very sincere. You know, when we ask for prayer requests from you all, you don't have to do it, you know, publicly here. Um, but we also recognize, and we've had some really neat conversations over the last couple of weeks with women that they don't even live in our area, you know, and they somehow got connected with our, whether it's our Facebook page or YouTube and you know, we definitely want to take the opportunity that if, if there is somebody that, you know, maybe we're going through this and you say, you know, I, you know, I hear you talking, but I, I don't really understand, you know, what is the concept of the Holy Spirit? Or, you know, I don't feel like I get those nudgings or I've never really opened my Bible or I don't own a Bible. You know, we, we do not want to speak in such familiar terms that, that you feel, if this, if this is you, that you're behind or that you can't participate or join in because that is like our heartbeat is to, to have a, a girl. And, and any one of these girls will tell you my favorite thing in the world is, well, we can't anymore, literally to go to Lifeway with somebody and buy them the first Bible. I mean, that just like, that makes us so excited. I mean, that's why we're here. And so, yes, we love our girls that come to Bible study and have their, you know, frequent flyer pass and they're here every single semester. We love those girls and we love to see the growth, but it really is our heartbeat, you know, for those that are new to the word. Um, and we don't ever want anyone to feel intimidated or like you don't know enough to get started because we all had to start there at some point. Um, and we've got a lot of really great resources and women that would love, love, love to walk beside you. Um, if that's something that, that interests you. So, you know, it, it may not be something that you put in the comments here, but, um, but know that, um, can one of you post our email address on here, the women at rpcstaff.org? Um, that comes actually to all four of us on staff. And so, um, you know, you will definitely get a response from one of us. But um, we're being very genuine and sincere when we say that, that we would love nothing more than, you know, one, to pray for you. But also if you, if you just want to begin a relationship with Christ and you don't know the first thing of what that even looks like, that is, that is, that's our jam. <laughs> So and we then, would. whenever we can be around each other again, Don will take you and you can buy a Bible. Yes, I will. <laughs> anyway, that was my last edition. Well, 
I think that's all our time for tonight. Although I think Cam wants to just keep going. He just wishes we would just go and go and go and go. Um, we're going to pray. Cam's laying down back Cam, there. yeah, he's, he's retired and he's only like 20 years old. Um, will you pray for us, Dawn, and close us yes, out our I time? Will. I will. Thanks. Dear Heavenly Father, um, God, we just, we thank you so much for the privilege that we have, um, not just here at Rock Point, but in our country, God, that we can do this freely and worship you um, despite um, coronavirus or anything going on in our world, Lord, that we know um, whether we are in a room of one or a room of 5,000, um, that you hear us and that's what matters. Um, and so God, I pray that you would just be with each person um, that is watching and participating right at this moment, whether it's tonight live or um, a week from now on a playback. Um, God, we know that you are sovereign and that you know every instance um, of when somebody's heart is being prompted toward you. And so God, we just pray for that. We pray for um, an openness, a readiness, and a willingness um, just to accept whatever it is that, that you want to deposit um, into our lives. Um, God, we just are so thankful that you choose us, um, that you want us to bear your inheritance. And so we just... We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the sacrifice that, that, that you made of your only son, um, that we might live and have eternal life with you. So, God, we just ask that, um, that if there is anyone, um, that, that they would just have the, the boldness and the courage, um, God, just to reach out, um, that we would be an encouragement back to them. God, that there would be new relationships formed um, with you um, and, and your son. Um, I ask that you go with each one of these women. You know all of the situations going on in each home that's represented. Um, we pray for peace. I pray for freedom from anxiety. Um, God, and we just um, pray that you would just continue to mul multiply your work um, in each one of us, that, that it would just spill over um, to those that we have influence over. We ask all these things in your precious name. Amen. <laughs>